Bear bringing you all the news and the views. Marcus Paul in the morning. The usual spin and marketing spiel we get from ScoMo and his mob, and nobody wants to take any responsibility at all for the robo debt scandal, do they? Well, ScoMo should be called Promo with the way that uh, he acts. Marcus Paul in the morning. All right, them's fighting words from the federal opposition leader, Anthony Albanese, who I am very happy to say joins us on the program. Happy 2021. Good morning to you, Albo. Uh, Good morning. I'm uh, very, very pleased to be here. How are you feeling, first and foremost? A nasty incident uh, that saw apparently a T-boning of your car in Marrickville on Friday. Was that right? Well, no, it was a a uh, head-on collision with a, uh, a Range Rover on the wrong side of the road um and uh i was uh just very very lucky uh to uh to survive the the, the accident the, my car um is uh, an absolute write off uh and i uh received uh, great care um from uh, firstly uh the first responder on this occasion was uh, a nurse who lived across the road who came and provided uh, comfort and and initial care. Um, And then uh, I just received uh, magnificent support from uh, the the police, of course, arrived very quickly. uh, And then uh, the paramedics were were just terrific. They uh, they gave me... uh, Medication uh, yeah. on the spot before we left. They uh, they got me out of the car, um, and I, I travelled by ambulance to uh, Royal Prince Alfred Hospital, where I spent uh, 24 hours uh, until Saturday. And I, I just a, a huge shout out to our doctors, our nurses, our, our radiographers, orderlies, the cleaners, of course, have yeah. a particular difficult job because of COVID-19, the COVID marshals on, on site, um, and I, I received uh, great care. And the, the, the good thing about uh, our, our system yep. of uh, Medicare-based public health is that uh, the last time I was in uh, a emergency at uh, Royal Prince Alfred Hospital was with my mum, who was a single mum and a, a, a pensioner, and uh, whether you're Kerry Packer, who of course uh, ended up at, at Prince Alfred Hospital when he yes, was, he did. I think at the time he was Australia's richest man. Oh. Uh, whether you're that or the alternative prime minister or a pensioner, you get the same level of just terrific care. And uh, I just uh, I thank those who looked after me over that period. Well, we're glad that you're okay. Uh, Look, we know there's an investigation into this, so I don't want to uh, talk too much about it. But I saw uh, photographs and some vision of of your car, the old Camrys, uh, looking a little worse for wear. And uh, the young fella involved, I believe he was a 17-year-old, he's okay as well. Uh, He is, and he's been been issued with a a negligent driving... um, Charge, well, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. uh, and right. that uh, that uh, is. Uh, I, I I hope that uh, he uh, learns from uh, the experience, and I'm sure he will, and really commits himself to 
to become Australia's safest driver. Well, absolutely. Uh, in the future, it was a uh, it was a very scary incident for for me. I thought it was the last thing I would see. Uh, really, to be frank, it was uh, mm. it was to see a a very large vehicle um, right in front of you, uh, just just there, headed for you, is uh, something that. It uh, will take me a little while to get over, obviously, it's mm. the, the, the shock of an incident like that. Um, but uh, I, I'm certain that it will take this young man uh, time to get over as well and is uh, is something that uh, was uh, just a, a horrific incident and just very, very fortunate uh, that uh, it didn't involve... Uh, a fatality which would have obviously ended my life but changed his life as well. All right. Well, I'm glad you're okay, Albo, and uh, it's a big year ahead. Uh, Do you think that the Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, might go to the polls this year? Look, he might. Uh, If he does, it will be because uh, he thinks that things are going to get far worse. Um, We only have uh, three-year terms in Australia. And there really isn't any excuse for going uh, for less than than three years. I think three years is too short. I think I'm a supporter, as is the Labor Party, and we've tried a couple of times to get four-year terms. That's what occurs in in most states, uh, including Queensland and New South Wales. Yes. uh, And and Victoria, that that makes sense. Uh, Most countries in the world have either four- or five-year terms. Uh, three years is very short. To go two and a half will be, I think, if it occurs, Scott Morrison putting his hand up and saying, uh, we've, uh, we've got bad news just around the corner. Uh, so the election is due uh, in 2022, but we'll be ready for any time from August 2021 from okay. this year. So essentially, uh, Labor are putting themselves on an election footing, if you like, because it could be called this year. I mean, I guess that's why you're up in the ante and uh, with a number of, uh, well, very pointed social media comments made about the Prime Minister and made about certain senior members, including uh, Craig Kelly. Scott Morrison's refused to condemn Craig Kelly, who's been spreading conspiracies about coronavirus vaccines and and now, of course, the storming of Congress last week. Uh, you say the silence from Scott Morrison is unacceptable. I agree. Uh, should any member of Australian Parliament defend the attempted insurrection against democracy that we saw in the United States, Anthony? Well, we know where mistruths lead. We've seen it in the United States. Uh, this idea that you can say whatever you want, that there aren't any facts, that we're in a post-truth world is extremely dangerous, extremely dangerous. And uh, the fact that uh, we saw last week an attempted insurrection against democracy, uh, which was encouraged, of course, uh, by Donald Trump, is quite frankly shocking. Uh, The United States is our most important ally. It's a relationship that's based upon our shared democratic values. Yes, And the fact that uh, we saw uh, thousands of people uh, marching on the Capitol building, uh, ransacking 
the uh, House of Representatives and the Senate uh, was just quite incredible. Um, these were armed people. Uh, the five people lost their lives, yes. uh, but it could have been uh, much, much worse. There could have been uh, literally a, 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 just a catastrophic consequences. And I, um, I, I just think the fact that when Scott Morrison is asked about this, he responds by talking about freedom of speech and hasn't condemned Craig Kelly or George Christensen or any of the others who have promoted the idea of conspiracy theories that these weren't Donald Trump supporters, that they were infiltrated by outsiders and as part of some conspiracy. Oh, if, I hear Antifa, yeah. if I hear the word Antifa one more time, I'll throw up. It doesn't matter who they are. They, they were certainly lawbreakers. And uh, look, the idea of social media shutting down the President of the United States or the outgoing President. Uh, what do you make of that? Is that, a, a, is that an attack on freedom of speech, Anthony, do you think, or is, was that uh, fair no, enough? No, that's, that's about time. It's about time that uh, people weren't given a platform uh, to spread uh, hatred, uh, to spread lies, which has had consequences. Uh, for people, uh, the, it's one of the, the problems. I gave a speech as one of my vision statements uh, way back in December 2019 yeah. about the rise of social media, about its contribution towards polarisation of the political debate, of undermining civil discourse in this country and uh, around the world. Now, we can have disagreements. And the parliament is the way in which a civil society uh, is able to debate out uh, those disagreements. But it's got to be based upon fact or else there isn't a basis for discussion and therefore the potential for a resolution in our common interests. And, and that's why uh, this is this phenomenon that we've seen uh, particularly played out in the United States, but it, it's also here. Uh, we know the consequences, for example, of saying that COVID-19 is a conspiracy, that it's not real, that it's just like the flu. There are some 300,000 uh, deaths in the United States is the consequences in, in Brazil, where there you have a, a, a right-wing uh, demagogue leader uh, who's also uh, contracted COVID after saying that yes. uh, there was there was nothing to see here. Mm. Uh, we recall um, tragically the the uh, the Prime Minister of, of Britain Boris Johnson saying he was there shaking hands with uh, people who'd contracted COVID nineteen, and then he, not surprisingly, then contracted uh, this virus, uh, it's dangerous. It's a threat uh, to our health, to our economy, to our society, which needs to be taken seriously. Now, here in Australia, political leaders from across the spectrum have listened to the science, listened to the health experts and taken it seriously. But throughout it all, you've had Craig Kelly uh, promoting these conspiracy theories 
Um, you have organisations like uh, QAnon, uh, which spreads all sorts of rubbish. anti-Semitic, yep. um, racist rubbish uh, that is actually dangerous. And it's got to be called out. I, I can't understand how someone like uh, Craig Kelly can be allowed to promote uh, these uh, these theories, along with George Christensen uh, and uh, and others, and remain a part of mainstream uh, society. I mean, uh, these people. Craig Craig Kelly chairs an important body. Uh, related well, to yeah. legal issues yep. in in the national parliament. Well, they're senior ministers uh, and they're senior members of the of the the Morrison government. And you're right, Albo. Uh, there's no place, uh, I think, uh, for them to be able to espouse uh, that. Look, I'm all for freedom of speech as well, but it needs to be tempered, as you say, with fact and certainly with a little bit of understanding into, you know, how people react to these kinds of uh, announcements or these kinds of statements made by, made by very senior politicians. Just before I let you go, job seeker, job keeper, labour ideas. Uh, a lot of people seem to lose sight of the fact that you and, and labour and other members within your party were the ones who actually uh, navigated, if you like, and, and came up with these ideas to try and steer our economy through uh, the COVID-induced recession. So, of course, the Morrison government picked up on that, which is great. Now, you've been calling for weeks now for the vaccine rollout to begin as soon as possible after it's approved. Now, for weeks, the Prime Minister has basically turned around and called you dangerous. Uh, but yes, we know the other day he brought forward the vaccine rollout to early March. And today it's, well, in fact, the other day it's been brought forward now to February. Uh, I mean, what do we make of all of this? When are we going to get this vaccine? Well, we'll get it sooner as a result of uh, the agitation and as a result of the government finally conceding that uh, this was just common sense. If the TGA... Uh, our independent body approves a vaccine, then that means it's ready to ready to go. Uh, but what we have uh, from uh, this government is that uh, Scott Morrison uh, called this dangerous, like he called the idea of wage subsidies dangerous. Then he did it anyway. Um, if uh, dangerous seems to be Scott Morrison's way of saying someone else has had a good idea. Yep. His first response is hyperbole, and then it's followed by delayed action. And uh, what we actually need is to be able to have a, a sensible discussion. No one in Labor uh, was calling for any curtailing of the Therapeutic Goods Administration processes. That's how we decide pharmaceuticals and, and drugs and their availability in this country what we did say, though, was that once it's approved, if you have confidence in that process, then it should be rolled out immediately. And as a result, it went from being late March to mid to early March to now mid-February. That's a good thing that that's occurred, uh, but I don't understand what the logic ever was of saying we're going to approve a vaccine 
and have it uh, have it rolled out months later. Yeah. I, I, no, I noticed that uh, Benjamin Netanyahu in in Israel received his second jab uh, on TV uh, over the weekend. Uh, Joe Biden, who will be president of the United States on January twenty, yes, uh, has already received right. the jab. Yep. Uh, the government indeed have raised the prospect of uh, a few of us getting. Uh, the jab publicly, well, do you so get, will you get confidence well, in it? Just on that, will you get it, Anthony, when it's of, available? Of, of course, I will. And will you and, ask uh, the prime minister to do the same? Australians will. Well, he has said that he will, okay, and, and cool. that's a good thing. Yeah. And uh, I think the idea is that that we'll get it publicly as well, so yeah. as to show that that confidence from across the spectrum. Right. And uh, we need quite clearly there are health consequences to this virus, but there's also mental health consequences behind uh, the, the lockdown and restrictions that are there that are more difficult for, for many people than than uh, for, for others. There are economic consequences. Well, We've had course. job losses. We've yes. had a recession. Um, so we know that uh, these issues need to be dealt with. All right, Anthony, great to talk to you. I'm glad you're feeling a little better and uh, you've come through after that nasty accident on Friday. Look forward to our chats throughout 2021 in what could be a, uh, well, an election year. And uh, good luck. Yeah, thanks very much, Marcus. And all right. thanks to uh, the listeners and to all those who, who sent, uh, sent well wishes, I, I've got to say, from across the spectrum as well. Yes. Uh, my parliamentary colleagues across the board, I had uh, some very nice messages and and people checking in. Um, I have to go back to the hospital today for some uh, further uh, examinations, uh, but... Uh, in terms of serious consequences, I'm uh, I'm very glad Fighting to be fits. able to talk with you. All I'm, right, mate. I, I'm not quite at that point yet. I've got to say, <laughs> well, look after yourself. A bit of a toll, but but yeah. I'll get there. We'll chat soon. Thank you. Thanks, Mark.